Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Uh, good. Uh, for those who just joined us, we are The Bro Show. I'm Jerry. I'm John. Hey, what t-shirt are you wearing? Uh, I live here too. Uh, t-shirt with the wolf on it. That's amazing. I'm wearing the exact same t-shirt. Now, why are we wearing this t-shirt? Any thoughts? Yes. They're our sponsor this week. I knew there was a reason I put this shirt on. Thank you for letting me re- Very good. Yeah, Center for Humans and Nature, my wonderful uh, client-slash-employer, uh, is the sponsor this week. We uh, have a T-shirt in which you can uh, basically provide a donation Mm. And through Bonfire, I find our my client is incredible. Uh, they they deal in biodiversity through diversity and through adversity. Uh, they, <laughs> in fact, they're taking adversity training now. I declined it because it's too late for me. I was married, and that's you know I should have taken it before I got married. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it just so but it's I. too late for me. So, but yeah. that's okay. But perhaps you could give the listeners an, an idea of how they could contribute and what Bonfire is all about. All they have to do is buy the T-shirt, and it's priced like a regular T-shirt. It's printed on two sides, high-quality cloth, high-quality printing, and all the profits and then some go directly to any charity or any nonprofit we direct it to through Bonfire and the Nonprofit is, as John said, the Center for Humans and Nature. So you buy a T-shirt, the profits go to Center for Humans and Nature, and if you're feeling like, hey, let me give a little extra love, you can also make a donation on top of that if you want to. So Bonfire is really incredible. Yeah, a very efficient way to set up fundraising um, and also to get what I call quality T-shirt. I mean, with multiple yeah. colors you can get. I got the gray one, light gray. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You you have a different color, don't you? Yeah, I have a slightly darker gray. Uh, same yeah. idea. Same idea. Very very good. Well, um, yeah, all yeah. good. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Hey, we talk about four things on the Bro Show, and we're about to talk about them, and we don't want to give away too much. But mm. I, this first one is pretty exciting, John. Is it really? Oh, I yes, can't. it is. I, I almost forgot. Cow. Wow. No, this is a story I have to take full responsibility or blame. Take your pick. Or, or credit. Or credit. Yeah, or credit or discredit. Um, here's what the story is. We had a couple of weeks ago, we did a story about Ox Tools. So I thought, you know, Ox is a name we find in many companies. And so I found another one called Green Ox Palette. Technologies and Green Ox Palette Technologies uh, actually came up with a really good sustainable means by which to um, to store to carry things on pallets. And the pallets they use, when I first took a look at them, I said, "I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it." Then I realized that these pallets are made out of cardboard. Yeah, uh, and it's corrugated. Uh, Cardboard, and you know, it actually looking into a little bit, I realized that uh, 
it, it's fireproof, so they have to, you know, do some fancy stuff to make sure because, you know, yeah. you, you want to make sure that it's safe, it's sustainable, it's reusable, it's easy to store because you can make the pallets up pretty quick. So, and yeah. they're also very, very light. But I think the way they described it is the best. I mean, quite often you think, well, pallets, I guess they use it to deliver stuff, this and that, but it's storage, it's the whole supply chain. There are so yeah. many different ways in which you move items from one place to another. So uh, I had an opportunity yesterday to interrogate the uh, one of the employees. Um, that's oh, nice. what I realized after the fact I was interrogating because, unfortunately, I called the person just before I was going to go to the ball game, and I did my best New York impersonation and basically <laughs> just pounded it, just a very abrupt asking for oh. questions. Oh. And uh, unfortunately, I got a call later from their intelligence a portion of their company. I think I'm an industrial spy. Uh, oh, but that's really? another For story. Real? Yeah, I mean, I got a call during the ball game, and I understand oh why. It's because when I, when the guy, he was very, uh, very, very hesitant to give me any information on it. And every question I asked, I would try to repeat what he, what I thought he said, and he would say something else. So he was dodging me, and finally I said, "Would you?" Please speak with some conviction. And I mean, I really got into this. I got all I got all over him really quick. And uh, yeah, I had a ball game to go to. What else am I going to do? My gosh, ball game. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I owe this wonderful company a call, uh, basically to get myself out of trouble. Apology, and also to maybe take the heat off the fuzz or whoever's following me. You're going to be on the flight list again. again. I am going to get um, – I, I got myself in trouble. But let me just tell you, there, they, this company, I did a little research on it. It's worked. It's in Denver, works very closely with the Colorado State University. But it finds – it's more into looking at uh, supply chain solutions. So wow. if you need pallets, yes, we can provide. If you need the machine to make pallets – and also the supplier, this and that. So it sets up the whole solution to your supply chain problems. Uh, that's the way they work. So they don't have one answer. They have the answer that you need. And wow. I think that's probably the best way to look at it. Um, uh, I also saw that uh, that they, they're considered a very good company to work for, flexible hours, uh, good working environment. So, yeah, it's got a lot of good stuff going for it. Green Ox Pallets. Again, I asked him, well, what, uh, how did you come up with Green Ox? I was hoping they'd say something like, well, I was dreaming about an ox that was green. Didn't quite work out that way. <laughs> it was, uh, they, they, it was just what they call trademark easy. <laughs> it, oh, it, it, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, wow. they looked at other, there are a lot of green oxen companies. Uh, green ox worked well for them. And so, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it basically got the thumbs up from the lawyers. Their trademark, their trademark intellectual easy. property lawyers. Yeah. Yes. That's, I love that. Hey, that's- just a brilliant, uh, exciting, interesting source of the name, needless to say. <laughs> well, the reason we do these uh, this story is this is the season of the ox for the bro show. We have a couple more weeks left of the uh, season of the ox, and, and this is what we're down to. Yeah, I explained we're, that to this, this wonderful salesman, and he was not impressed at all. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's yeah, so funny. I I got some I got some 
I got a follow up call to him on on Monday. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tap dance my way through this one as usual. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's just so so funny when you have contact with the real world, John. It's always interesting. And I want to <laughs> want to applaud you on your oh your yeah. You actually yeah. called them. That's so funny. Well, yeah. Okay. If, and you know, the, one more thing about him. Yeah. I called him up. I got the receptionist, and I said. I actually was going to go no further than the receptionist and just say, do you sell pallets or do you sell machines? And yeah. she said to me, I don't know. I'll find somebody who does. <laughs> really? Really. I knew at that point I was in trouble. Well, well, I, I, want, I want to know the answer to that question myself. Do they sell pallets or do they sell the machines that make them? They sell solutions. See, they oh. wouldn't let me know because they think I'm an industrial supply, spy. They really tell me no. Oh, I finally gosh. tried to corner the guy, and obviously yeah. I, mm, yeah, I, I squeezed him. Too, him. I squeezed him too hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's enough on this wonderful conversation. Right, I'm right. so nice to him too. Here I am saying oh, so wonderful yeah. things about him. Yeah, yeah. You made him look really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, what's what's the word this week? <laughs> Digigrade, uh, digitigrade. Well, listen, you, it's, it's your word. You, you better, you, you better okay, do it. I, I have an opinion about this word. This word oh. is, it's digitigrade is how you say it. But man, that's not easy to say. You know, yeah. I think, I think it needs to be changed. I'm going to go through the proper channels. I think I'll call Green Ox and see if they can help me. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it should be pronounced digitigrade. Shouldn't it digitigrade? That's I accidentally, by mispronouncing it, almost yeah. pronounced it correctly that- in their in with their own rules, of course. Yeah, hopefully uh, it was. I uh, yeah, I'm very intrigued by this word myself because I'm beginning to think about the animals that are what? Which animals are we talking about here? Quadrupeds, um, quadrupeds, four-legged animals walk on their toes. They walk on their toes. So, what does a chimpanzee do? Okay, uh, walks on his feet like we do. Not on his toes. Nope. Flat-footed. Ooh! Give me an example of a, uh, of, a, of one of these animals that walks on its toes. A wolf. An ox. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Chimps and the great apes are not considered quadrupeds. They're they're either. And when they walk on their front legs and back legs, they uh, use their knuckles on the front. Oh, I was just thinking about a sprinter, a human yeah. type. Yeah, yeah. Well, he kind of sprints. He runs on his toes, I think. Yeah, yeah. The balls of his feet or his toes. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's how that works. So, how in the hell and did you come up with this doggone word? Okay, here's how I came up with this word. I was reading a furry book. Mm, a furry yeah. book. Ooh. Furry book. These these are this is a class of books where people change into an animal like creature, kind of like the Wolfman, werewolves. Yeah, you know? yeah. So there's this worldwide virus, and it strikes very randomly, and it changes people from uh, a human into a human with animal features. In rare cases, it changes someone into an animal with human features. Those are called primals. Mm. So there's a whole body of literature that deals with this. You know, it's, fan- it's fiction. And so someone wrote one song, a story about it. 
And then a bunch of people liked that story, and they wrote what's called fan fiction that's based on that same universe. So that's how I ran into this, and uh, I'll read you the sentence so it'll drive it home. My legs were digitigrade. My feet had the same general shape as before, but much wider. The toes ended in long, curled claws. No more human shoes for me. (laughs) That's a quote from the book. (laughs) And the book is called Primal, Book One, by William Star Fox. Nice. Yeah. A couple of thoughts come to mind here. Number one, I actually, for some reason, was looking for a pair of shoes, uh, which, rather than having, uh, it had claws at the end of it. So uh, don't ask me why I was looking for it. I can't remember. Perhaps I shouldn't even say this. But, yeah, you can get shoes with claws on them. The other thing I'm wondering is you mentioned that it was based upon a virus. I think there's a rumor in Texas that the COVID virus can cause this. And that's the reason a lot of people aren't doing the virus in Texas, doing the 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 vaccination. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey. That could be be the reason. If it turned me into a wolf, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Wouldn't you? I yeah, mean, there's a, there's a time on. for escaping. I, I, I respect that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would especially if you could do it at will. I mean, let's face it. Now, Larry Talbot, the wolf man, did have yeah. problems. He did. You, but you, he had that gypsy woman, the gypsy woman whose son bit Larry and turned him into a, yeah. a wolf. Yeah, she was pretty cool. Your she became, yeah, Larry corny. became, excuse me, I call him Lawrence because I don't know him as well as you do. Uh, but, uh, yeah, in fact, I think that Lawrence Talbert, Talbert became, uh, I think he was, became the gypsy's, uh, adopted son. I think so. I think so too. I, he it was a pretty family. good relationship. He needed family. I mean, Claude Rains is his wife, is his, uh, father was kind of a little abrupt yeah. with him. Yeah. So, mm. He was, he was rough on him and Larry didn't take it well. He had a no, lot of didn't. angst. Yeah, and he he manifested it in with with a little hair on his body. <laughs> he did. Now, didn't didn't uh, Evelyn Akers have a crush on him? Wasn't she in that oh, movie too? Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Boy, her hair was stacked so high. Oh yeah. Oh, forties look all the way. I mean, if she went through a, a, a low ceiling, a low uh, doorway, she had to she had to bend her legs a little bit, bend her knees. Ooh, mm. ooh. Wasn't that oh, done well. in the '30s? That movie, I thought. It was. Actually, it was done in 19. It was it was on the cusp. It was 40 oh. or 41. Gotcha. Yeah, it was. Larry uh, Lon Chaney Jr. I respect that guy. Um, you know, he had to live under the the uh, the guise or the the image of his father, who yeah. died very young, and it was tough. Yeah. Yeah, he he didn't have an easy life. He hit the sauce uh, a little bit. Yeah, but, he, he better do all his acting on the in the morning. Don't give him lines in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh golly! Oh, those so were the days. Hey, we so, but, but but we yeah, got to two yeah. takes, don't we? Oh, do we ever? You we know do. what? It's the big week for you. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the uh, Dub Dub Apple uh, Super Developers Conference, uh, and you mm-hmm. always hone in on this. And and yep. what's really good is that when you talk about it, you get the opportunity to know all the the, the nits and grits. But yeah. you can mm-hmm. and bring it uh, to the forefront as it relates to how we can apply it as as humans. And I think that's one thing that makes Apple what it is. I mean, it's you can come up with gadgets, but yeah. they're no good if nobody's going to use them. You know? Yeah, they have a pretty good track record. They they hit a clinker every once in a while, 
But th- this week was not one of those. Uh, this was the Worldwide Developers Conference, as John said, often called Dub Dub, because uh, people don't like all those words. But they have it every year about this time in June. And uh, so it was, again, this year virtual. No one is coming to the campus for anything. It's all done online, and it's free. Anyone who wants to register and come to it can come to it. They have a keynote presentation, which is about two hours long, is which what I, I attended and I listened to and what we're going to talk about today. After yeah. that, later in the afternoon, they have a State of the Union uh, address where they go into more detail all these things. And then for a week, they have sessions, they call them, where uh, one of the heads of a department will give a talk about the technology that they're, they're, they want to discuss, and then online you can ask them questions to get answers. Mostly it's about software because this is a conference for software developers who develop right. products for the Apple ecosystem. So that's what it's all about. And I wanted to do just a couple of takeaways that pertain to us. Yeah, I think there's some good stuff there. Uh, I was amazed at the synchronization they're doing with respect to the various products that they have. Uh, there's all kinds of different things. Why don't you hit on a couple of the, the high points here and yeah, how yeah. we can maybe make use of some of this stuff eventually. Stuff. Well, uh, what they've done is they've adapted to the pandemic oh, with this yeah. series series of software updates. And the software updates come in the form of new operating systems for the watch, the phone, the iPad, and the Mac. And the cool thing about this is if one a change in one product means a change in all products because they all fit together as seamlessly as they can. Now, everyone will say, oh, well, Android had that a year ago or Microsoft did that two years ago. But the difference is when Apple does something, it's kind of like they march in step. All their products accommodate this one change in one operating system. Give me an example. Mm. Sharing. Sharing is the big thing for this dub-dub. What they do is they have made it so that you can share just about anything. And I think one of the most outstanding products that they they revived across all the products was their web browser. It's called Safari. And what they did with Safari is they, number one, it's still the fastest and lightest weight browser out there, but it's also the most secure you can block ads and all kinds of stuff. You can keep people from tracking you. So they had a whole bevy of uh, security features for Safari. But I thought the neatest feature was tabs. Everybody knows these these browsers have these things called tabs across the top. And so if you're looking at a web page and you open another, uh, the one you were looking at leaves a tab. So you can go back to it easily just right. by tapping a tab. Well, once you get a group of tabs up, you can swipe from the left and then create a tab group. Oh. And like, let's okay. say we, yeah, we have a group of tabs for our show that we're doing this week. And we want to yeah. still be able to do stuff for, like, your client or somebody else. So you just retire that group of tabs until we get ready to do the show. And also, you and I both use Apple products, so you could share your tabs with me. And I could share, and then when I add a tab to that for the stuff I want to talk about, you're going to see it. So it makes it very simple, very seamless for us to share our research and our sources where we get material for the show. Because Lord knows, we to come up with something as great as this show, we really have to do a lot of research, right, John? Well, yeah, and I mean, this is amazing because I, I fr- I'm frustrated every every week. I say, okay, I got to get rid of these at the top of my iPad, all the the, the tabs. 
And then what I got to do is I got to add new ones and then I got to make sure they're in the right order. This, wait a minute. You just solved my problem. I know, right? Yeah. We can just keep the, and if we, you know, if we want to say, didn't we talk about that three weeks ago? You look at yeah. your tab groups and you can see, oh, we sure did. It's in uh, the group from three weeks ago. So this is going to be a huge boon to anyone doing research or, or anything, you know, and who doesn't? People doing research constantly, they just don't call it that. They call right. it, you know, screwing around on the web or something. Yeah, but, going down the but, internet road or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, the rabbit hole or whatever. But that's all well and good for the show and stuff like that. But there's another really cool thing they came up with this week, and that is FaceTime. Now, people know yes. about FaceTime. It's like an internet phone with video and groups right. and all kinds of stuff. So you can do quite a bit with FaceTime, but now you can do quite a bit more. You can uh, listen to this. If you and I had a movie we had to watch for the show, or if we, I wanted to watch a movie with my daughter over in Holland, we can set it up on FaceTime where we can watch a Netflix movie, and we can I can see your reactions to it in FaceTime. Like this picture in picture. So I can see John, I can see me, and I can see the movie we're watching. So as we're watching the movie, we can laugh. We can put it on pause or whatever. And the cool thing is, to do this, John, you don't even have to have Netflix. This oh. would be, yeah, if I would be watching oh, Netflix. Oh, dear. It would be just like you're in my living room watching a Netflix right. movie with me on my TV, only instead of watching it on the TV, you're watching it on FaceTime. Completely yeah, legal. I hope that the, no problem. I hope Hulu and HBO Max and Disney Plus don't get too upset with us. Because only one of us would have to get the subscription, and we could both watch it. Mm. Well, the same thing happens kinda... if you come if you come over to my house. The same thing happens. Right. I, I I understand, and I I could say that would be the response I would give to any disgruntled uh, <laughs> Hulu uh, HBO type. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But hey, you know, uh, it's amazing because I I look at FaceTime as sort of more personal. Uh, while you look at some of these others like Zoom is, is corporate. So I, I, I'm impressed by the fact that the, the inclination would be, well, let's become competitive with Zoom. And what, what Apple is looking at is saying, here's what we do best. Let's enhance that to reach them with, uh, with features that are comparable to Zoom, but in our own special way. Yeah. Is the way I look at it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I was uh, kind of thinking a little bit uh, in the future in in August. Um, yeah. You know, I, I got this scenario. Maybe you can help me. Sure. I've got a situation where I've got some tickets to a concert, and mm-hmm. uh, this concert is, is Green Day. I think you've heard of them, haven't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, God, yeah, God's yeah, favorite yeah. band. God's favorite <laughs> band. Yeah. I have heard of Yeah, them. okay. And so uh, yeah. I got the tickets, but... Let's face it, it's difficult to get up here. It's other challenges, this and that. So what I'd like to do is I would like to take and maybe video part of it or maybe even share the video as I'm doing it uh, and then later on sit back and relax with all my wonderful work and call some the person and say, hey, look, I know you're a Green Day fan. How would you like to see what the experience was like at Wrigleyville and Wrigley Field? Is that yeah. possible now? Yes, totally possible with the new OS. It's, and you could even do it live if you wow. wanted to. You can just turn it on and, and with a FaceTime called me, 
and yeah. I would be able to watch the concert with you. I, be yeah, able to see I, my I, I was thinking about you actually. I don't know if you were aware of that. Oh, uh, <laughs> I kind of jumped the gun there, didn't I? I <laughs> yeah, you, I made it. You assumption. jumped to a conclusion, but I'm pleased to say you are absolutely right. I was thinking of you. Uh-oh. That doesn't sound good. Thinking of you, me saying that. Yeah, Ooh. that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> we're brothers. Oh, we're that's brothers. right. Yeah. So one more thing. One more thing about Dub Dub, and then we gotta go to our groaners and close up the door. Okay. Here. Okay. Okay. Here it is. They had a keynote presentation two hours long that I watched and that I got all these these things from. And there's a lot more. If you want to look it up, YouTube's got lots of summaries of this thing. Or you could even watch the whole thing if you wanted to. But here's the cool thing is they had uh, eight presenters and all of them but two were ladies. Very impressive. Very impressive. And now this isn't like Throwing women at the problem. Right. They weren't just prating up ladies just to be no. cool. No. These were division heads. These were actually people with responsibility and knowledge within the company. They've been making a real point of being a diverse company in terms of race, gender, sexual orientation, the whole works. And it was on full parade. And I have to say the best presenter that I saw in a wheelchair is a, wow. a lady in a wheelchair, who gave her presentation outside, too, by the way, on a walk in, on, in an Apple Park. And, uh, number one, she was so eloquent and so well-spoken and so effective in communicating her part of the keynote. I, I couldn't, couldn't take my eyes off her. She was really, really good. So they show a lot of innovation and a lot of diversity in their company. And, you know, it shows in their products. Their products are really good products. They're not always the most forefront technically, but they are always the most adoptable technology. That's all I have to say. Wow. Hey, you know, I think we could use some groaners. Two. Let's have two. Two. Uh, supplied by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr. Uh, took a look at his groaners this week. They mm-hmm. were good, but we have high standards. So mm-hmm. as a result, I had to go into my groaner vault. Vince's Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr. has provided us with groaners uh, for many, many years now, mm. commonly referred to as Duck Coach. And so I went to the vault, and I came up with, I think, a couple of oldies but goodies. So here we go. I'm ready. Why is the chiropractor in trouble with the IRS? Why is the chiropractor in trouble with the IRS? I don't know, John. He owes back ta- taxes. Back, back taxes. taxes. Bad, bad, Ooh. bad, bad, back. Oh, <laughs> okay. I got well, on the, let's let's continue on the IRS front here. Why yeah. were Sherlock Holmes taxes always so low? Sherlock's Holmes taxes, taxes always so low. so low. You know, he's in England where usually the taxes are pretty high. They really are high. I'm a little surprised <laughs> by this. Oh, why, John? Oh, why? Because he was a master of deductions. 